Previously on Coming Out of the Cosmic Closet. What was a turning point for you to kind of embrace this stuff of energy and sort of start allowing and, and essentially become open to working a lot with me in the, the circle now? I think it was originally a sense of desperation. I've learned is I need a lot of energy to do the work, to yes, do, this, do this job. Yeah. And all that fear and all that other stuff, that is re reconfigured and then I have abundant energy. You have yeah, you have infinite energy when you know how to work with both ends of the yeah. spectrum like that. Right. Everyone has a special gift. Mine? The circle of light. They speak through me and they're here to assist the planet's evolution to a more enlightened space. And for some reason they chose me, a raunchy comedian, to be their vessel. I used to be secretive about my ability. But now it's time to come out of the cosmic closet and you should too. My name is Georgia Jean and these are my crazy stories. you cosmic kitty cats and welcome back to coming out of the cosmic closet i am georgia jean of circle evolution and we are returning with our vora special guest finalist for america's got talent madame vicky barbalak and her fantastic has a and her fantastic husband lou brockman hey friends of mine for over 20 years yeah we started coming together you can listen to our first in-depth interview with vicky uh, that's uh, that, that's already out there, uh, but now I'm going to actually bring in the circle and um, channel for Vicky and Lou so they can ask any questions they want about. Oh, wow. I've never done this with you in person, not, except for the time you snuck me at the lunch counter, and that and that yeah. was a different 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 deal. Yeah. So this is very exciting. It's like I felt kind of like I, what's going like to happen. Cosmically felt you up yeah. or something like, hey, here's a little <laughs> cosmic consciousness coming your way. Cosmic me too. <laughs> a little cosmic me too. Just <laughs> sprung it on you. <laughs> Um, yeah, I was going to say you've actually never seen me uh, see me channel, so it, it looks a little different. Oh yeah, I think so. And I'm used to the the birds in Hawaii in the background. Yeah, <laughs> well, people can usually tell because I have a library. I should give my library a plug because I have a library of uh, recordings of the Circle of Light who I'm about to bring in. There's over 500 recordings on there, wow. and if you listen to them, you can kind of tell where I am in the world. There's because no tweeting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like the little tweeting birds and the roosters uh, in Hawaii. New York, you get the fire trucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Australia, you get like lawnmowers and, and um, the, the goddamn magpies. are like, wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> So that's a little fun game. Oh, you can never, I should plug my library because it is actually pretty amazing. It's got, uh, it's, it only costs twelve ninety nine to access a month and you get access to all the cosmic Oh, that's so cool. May, have you ever been, actually been, I've sent you recordings from the library to listen to, I think. I listened to a couple of them. I yeah. listened to um, the one, really, the really timely part. I listened, uh, right before BGT, I listened to, um, I forgot what The Whole now. World is on Your Side. Yeah. Did you ever send yeah. me one of those? Yeah. And, I, and there's a couple others that I've looked at that I want to listen to. Yeah. yeah. It's an amazing resource because, like, on this show, we're really telling stories more and helping people kind of go through the, the process, understand what it is to like come out of the cosmic closet and what these abilities are about and my personal experiences. 
But if you want more to actually get into the, meta- the the information, which is how to like bend the matrix of reality and improve your life, and, and all of the recordings have frequencies in them, so when you listen to them, the words are just one part and the recordings are actually working on you energetically to shift your energy and to, to clean out the, the viruses in your in your programs yeah. and stuff like that. And it's just an incredibly powerful resource. I've, I've yeah. got to start, especially because I'm flying all the time. I could just, now that I understand how to put the little earphone in my phone, <laughs> it's pathetic. Amazing. That was a big breakthrough That for was me. a big, we cleared up some virus. <laughs> um, well, and, and that's the thing is that often the mind gets in the way with things like that, like a little... T- uh, a lot of times when clients come to me and I know that that this struggle with technology is part of their mind resisting the transformational work that's about to happen. And um, and so, uh, like, a lot of the times I have to help people with the technology. Like, I'm teaching people how to use their computer. Right, like the calendar. Yeah. Calendar. Sometimes I'll hit the calendar and it just copies and it just won't go. No, that, like I, can't, I can't turn it. That is literally because I sent you the long, wrong link. Oh, for that. So that God. was my resistance. Yeah, yeah. Some, some other form of resistance. You so, didn't want to meet with me this week. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Make an appointment, Vicky. <laughs> I can't. Calendy doesn't work. We realize because I'm too busy skydiving or whatever. But yeah. no. So, but, um, so that's part but I understand it when people come to work with me that there is this process of just technical resistance mental resistance before they can come and step into the energy field and and actually do the work that just it's just the mind kicking up you know it's the resistance to change coming in the form of technical issues and I don't know how to access the recordings and so I have to kind of shepherd people through that that process a lot of the times and, and get them going and and I think there can be a resistance to just listening listening to these powerful recordings because they're so transformative. But it's just a phenomenal resource. Um, mm-hmm. of, uh, Good. I'm going to get on it. So we're excited. Get on it. Why get not? You're sitting around. I'm so often in airports and planes. I right. mean, and everybody has different things that they're just doing, like when they're cleaning or laundry. You could do really cool things like that. Well, exactly. And the thing is you don't even have to listen consciously all the time to the recordings even if you're just playing them you're activating the frequencies and what a lot of and this is always when I'm about to bring in the circle um, I give out this little warning 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 if you're listening to this recording and you start finding if you're driving or something like that you start finding that you're falling asleep that is because there's the transformational frequencies in the recordings they might be kind of short-circuiting your mind so the the um the energy to c- can come in and embody on a deeper level. So if you're feeling that way, stop this particular recording. You can go listen to another one of the the podcast I don't think episodes. People should drive and listen. I, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I have no, to, true, like yeah. I, the new um, podcast that I've been listening to you. Yeah. That I had to listen twice to each of them yes, because yeah, yeah. I drift out into this zone, which I love. I feel yeah. so relaxed. Yeah, and it is. It's it, because even I now, even if it's just me speaking. The frequencies are still embodied in what in me in you know in what I'm when I'm right. in, like like it's just with me. So there, so all of the podcast episodes have this additional layer of frequencies. But when I bring in the circle, that's going to amp up from like a, a three to a, to eleven, basically. So so if you do get dozy, yeah, maybe just switch it off and listen to it. What, either when you're doing something like cleaning or something else where your your body is physically active, but if you're you know no operating heavy machinery, right? <laughs> no no right. driving. <laughs> you know? What? 
exactly. What? It's powerful. Once you get used to it and attuned to it more, then it's easier to stay awake because it doesn't have to short circuit out your mind. But even with me, I have this massive library and it was just a struggle to manage it and re-listen to the recordings and write down what's in them because I just pass out every time. <laughs> so like, hysterical. You know, wake up at the end, you know, thank you very much, everybody. <laughs> like, damn it, what's on that recording? <laughs> so, oh, God. That's my excuse for not you know, doing a better job of managing my library. So, but um, I'm going to bring bring in the circle. Okay. Let's do it. But check out the recordings library. Yes. Twelve ninety nine a month access so the consciousness cool. of everything. Tell so many people about that. Yeah, it's a great resource. Yeah, and listen with the binaural beats. That's even superpower. Oh yeah. Lou, do you have any questions about the channeling before I bring the spirits in? Because no. you haven't. You have. We have not. I've not channeled for you before. Um, okay. Well, I'm just going to bring them in. So basically, it takes a couple of moments. I feel their energy's coming in already. Um, they're going to say their little cheesy greeting and then you just ask away whatever you want to ask. This is like accessing, you know, wisdom mega matrix. Okay, here we go. Ah, yes, indeed, dear ones, we are here and we are most delighted to make connection with you here on another magnificent day in your earth plane. It's always a great delight for us to come forward in this way and to share what is within our consciousness data banks <laughs> with you so you can experience magnificent expansion in your physical created reality. So, dear ones, how can we be of assistance to you today? Go ahead, Lou. Well, I'm just starting to get into the mood and stuff. <laughs> okay, well, I have a question. Indeed. And there's no point in letting Lou talk ever. Anyway, just kidding. But so I feel like right now there's there's this great opportunity for me. And I don't, and I want to make sure I'm like just experiencing everything that I'm doing every day, the performance and the travel experiencing that to the most that I can. And also, and Indeed. I'm just like, I feel like there's just all these balls. Indeed. Yes, do you want. So what makes a big ball land is really perhaps what your question is under uh, underlying that uh, invitation you've just shared. And uh, as human beings, your minds are aware of a lot of possibilities and they tend to play with the possibilities that they're aware of so the mind will circulate these balls through the head well is it this ball or is it this ball or is it this ball or is it this ball <laughs> which ball is going to land and how <laughs> how can i uh, get out of the juggling act and just catch a big fat ball and uh, you are talking about a world that it, to the mind is is very uh, challenging world to land the big ball, basically. So here is the trick that you really need to, to understand, is that to land a ball, you focus on the ball in hand and you don't resist the ball in hand because what is the ball in hand? That is your current physical manifestation. And because it is a current physical manifestation, it's a very powerful place to put your consciousness. 
Now, the mind wants to keep you in distraction from that most powerful place to put your consciousness. So it will circulate these other balls, these other ideas in front of you going, is it this one? Is it this one? Is it this one? Is it this one? All the while distracting you from your greatest point of power, which is the ball that is in your hand. There are two states of manifestation. One is physical manifestation. So what is manifest right now is what is in this room. It is uh, you are sitting with Georgia, you are sitting with Lou, you are sitting at this table, you are sitting in Brooklyn. This room is physically manifest right now. And knowingness is the other most powerful state of manifestation. You know through that door is the kitchen. You know it so clearly, so strongly that when you walk through that door, it will be there. These are the states you want to attain. Anything else is the distraction of the mind keeping you out of your most powerful point of creation, manifestation or knowingness. So what the mind does is it creates resistance to the now moment. It creates dissatisfaction. It creates suspicion. It creates uh, uh, judgment and all of these different illusions of perception to keep you out of the moment and keep you out of connection with this powerful moment of creation. So what we say to you is focus on the ball that is in hand right now and honor the power of that creation. Focus on your knowingness of what is what you know is happening. So you know your tour is happening. You know you have this this opportunity in, in Vegas coming up, happening. You know it. It is going to happen. It will be manifest. Some of the other things still feel uh, they are unmanifest, either in, in creation or in knowingness. And when you, when you focus on that, what happens is you open up the gateway of all the potential energy of creation and you start to pour it into your now moment. So what that means is those balls that are all floating about and other even bigger, better balls can start dropping in and landing. But if your mind is in either what we call psychological future or past, which is different from planning because planning is about I know I need to be in Vegas. It's part of the no. Do you see deal yes. ones? Yeah. Yes. But psychological future is will it or won't it happen? Am I good enough? Will they like me? Am I pretty enough? Am I this enough? Are they, will they, is it, right? Then you're in psychological future and past. And this is the mind's distraction for the moment. So now you may ask, well, how do I have goals? How do I attend my energy towards directions that I like? Well, you can know that you would love a sitcom. You can know that you would love, you can have knowingness about what you would feel about something. Do you see the difference, dear one? Yes. Instead of being like, oh, again, will I, won't they? Will I, will it, will it be this or that? Yeah. Anytime. And this is the mastery of your reality is to have this awareness. Am I in manifestation that I am fully enjoying? Am I in knowingness that this manifestation is coming forward? Or am I in knowingness of the validity of my desire? And that is powerful for creation. Do you see, dear ones? Yeah. Anything else is sort of, it is the mind's nonsense. We call it the mind's toys. 
It will mm-hmm. keep you in distraction. Look at this shiny toy of these problems. Or yeah. look at this shiny toy of my, my self-doubt that a casting director or for your, your friends who love to come to see your show, they, they will have different storylines of uh, the, the guy or the job or the house or whatever it is that their mind is agitating them with. So come back. Now you may see, ah, oh, but many of these people, their current physical manifestation is not a happy place. They are in a difficult position in their life. How do you focus on the ball in hand when the ball in hand is a really unpleasant experience? And this is what we really want your dear friends who are listening to understand, is that if you resist the ball in hand, you are resisting energy. And when you are resisting energy, you are depleting your supply of creative power to create a new new experience. You are depleting yourself and you are staying in a state of suffering. So say you have something terrible going on, you have an illness or you have a, you're you're afraid that you're going to be fired or something like this, or you're afraid you're not going to get the big break. To sit, to go into non-resistance to what is, to allow yourself to actually sit and just temporarily feel the emotional discomfort on that in a very authentic way allows energy to start moving and most people the reason why they stay stuck is that they are unwilling to feel discomfort and that is what actually keeps creating their discomfort for themselves there there's a lot of uh, there's a, a emotional resistance but what you're resisting is energy in motion this is the transformational power that you need to create new circumstances and if you stop resisting And you actually can say, well, yes, uh, maybe this job isn't what I want right now, but I'm going to fully allow myself to experience what this job is, including my feelings around it. You will plant into the now moment, which is where you open up the space for the other balls to drop in. And it can happen very, very quickly if you do it. Stay present to your moment non-resistance this is why we use the the love and acceptance a lot because it brings you into a total state of non-resistance where new creation can start to move on in now does that answer your question dear one yes do you need refinement yeah no it's really good yeah (laughs) yes got it yes and many people that and here is something for you to understand as well dear one because as you are going through this life choice that your soul consciousness has uh, brought forth for you and you are touching the lives of many people and people are attracted to you of course for your comedy but also for your energetic embodiment that's what they're they're coming for they're coming for the laughs and they're coming for the high frequencies that you are in emanation because for them that is a transformational process as georgia said that not everybody is going to come to uh, Georgia and visit directly with us, but they'll come to you and experience a a shift of pain, pain into joy. 
you take stories of discomfort and you make them funny and people relate and you raise the vibration of those stories, then you are taking them through an energetically transformational process. And this is what uh, makes people uh, attracted to you. But because you are holding embodiment of this transformational energy for a lot of people, for a broader collective, and this is anybody who wants to reach a lot of people should understand this principle, that resistance that you experience in your journey is archetypal for the resistance of the collective that you are reaching. And so anytime you go through a hard time or a downfall or whatever you want to call it, if you shift your thinking from going, what did I do wrong? What, where was I not good enough? Uh, where was my mistake? You step out of that mind and the psychological mind and you say, ah, here is a wall that I have experienced. And this wall is archetypal for the walls that people face in their lives. And when I transmute the energy of my wall, I carry the frequency of transmuted walls out into the general public who are watching me and I energetically activate them to take down their walls. And so any challenge that you face should be seen as a, a gift that you are bringing to your audience because as you take those walls down in them, you expand, they expand, the world expands, your audience expands, it just keeps growing. So do not fear the walls. Do not believe the illusion of the walls when they arise. Just know this is your next cosmic assignment to have dramatic expansion so you can uplift others. Yeah. Does that make sense to you? Mm -hmm. yeah. Yes, there may be some discomfort in that, but when you look at the faces of illumination around you who are really, you could think of it that every member of an audience is an aspect of your consciousness that is embodying in front of you. And some of those aspects of your consciousness are still struggling and some of those aspects of your consciousness are in upliftment. And the more that you are embodying your total consciousness, the more people you will see showing you uh, what volume of myself is in unification with my, whatever you might want to call it, divine self, and what you know, part of my audience is still in some sort of state of resistance. What part of my inner self, which is also everything, is in a state of resistance? And you just keep working with that because all resistance is energy and all that energy is just still more expansion. This is how you and anybody who's trying to reach more people can work with the mirror of resistance when it shows up. And at the minute you work with your mirrors of resistance and let that drop, then more balls arrive but you're, you're present to the manifestation that is in front of you. Do you see, dear one? Mm -hmm. Be present. You could even play a game and say, as you're feeling into a room, what, what percentage of this room feels in resistance? And through my creative process, at the end of the show, what percentage of the, of the room is now in non-resistance? And that mm. is the spiritual, if you want to call it, therapeutic, if you want to call it, transformational process that is happening when you're bringing your gift of comedy. I like that. I like that. I always send love out into the room. Indeed. If, unless I mess up and forget. 
But I love that idea of, of feeling uh, resistance and how much is there and then feeling it at the end. And Indeed. That'll be fun. Yes. And, and you had, and uh, as you were preparing for the show yesterday, you were having some projections of what uh, New York would be like. You were having some fear or some things coming up, some manifestation of resistance. And some people might allow that resistance, they might believe that illusion that's in their head and they step back from the edge of expansion. They buy into what the mind is saying. They step back from the edge of expansion and they keep their lives the same because that's what the mind wants you to do. It wants to keep you in its programs. But your process of going to those feelings, being with those feelings and moving forward anyway then sometimes the bigger the resistance, the greater the expansion. Yep. The minute uh, you uh, step up on stage, it, it, it had all gone, hadn't it, dear one? Right. And yes. it was uh, that, that resistance, that feeling of doubt did turn into more feeling of a weight power in, yes. in, in what I had to, yes. to bring. Yes. So, yeah. Yes. Yes. So the bigger the show, the more resistance there may be, but the more expansion there can yeah. be. Yeah. Indeed, dear ones, yes. Anything more you would like to ask? Yeah, but I kind of feel that as a musical performer. Indeed. Because you walk into, or you're sitting in a room, and again, you start looking at the people, and you start seeing that energy. One of the things I've always noticed about it is when you're in a room, you think of all these dynamics that people have experienced. Maybe they had a bad day. Maybe they had a fight just before they came in there. Are they sitting apart? Are they sitting together? I start feeling that energy. But then I also say I can change that energy by being a performer. Indeed. And yes, I try to change that energy and just put positive energy out there. Indeed. Now, it doesn't always work because, you know, that's life in general. But I, that's for me personally, that's what I try to do every time I perform. And I try to get into channeled to where i feel like these songs are me they're my songs even though they're songs people other people wrote i feel like i could have wrote that song well in all consciousness you did write that song because you are everything and everything is you and you may have and this is a little trick of the mind again because you are everything you created a mind to have the experience of separation, to have the illusion that somebody else wrote these songs. But when you drop the mind through that process, you become one with the creation of that song because that song is you and you are it and you are the writer of that song and you are the performer now. And this is, this is the state of the no mind where uh, you are allowing all consciousness to flow through you and uh, and and then you are in t total unity with everything. And and this is something that uh, people who are in, for example, admiration, and we have spoken before about this, uh, because uh, Georgia wants to speak about the role of entertainment in imprinting consciousness. And so when people are fans of uh, somebody, um, there is a, an energetic emanation coming from that person that people are wanting to come into union with in some way and it's it's usually because they it's an unconscious aspect of themselves that their or their belief doesn't allow them to believe that they are a great songwriter that they are a great performer that they are a great beauty that they are a great athlete that they have this unlimited power that that a celebrity may appear to embody for example this is why people fan on it and we like to say frequency activate now if you are 
fanning on somebody, then realize that if you drop the illusion of separation, you can begin to receive the frequencies and come back into union with what that person is embodying. And that brings you greater power in your own creative thing. Most of the time people lose the benefit of their fandom by maintaining the illusion of the pedestal and the separation. So, ah, that great musician, that great writer, that great comedian will always be bigger and better than me. And all I can do is wish that I could be like them or I want to see them, I want to watch them, I want to feel them. But you can take that and sort of drop the illusion separation and say, that is me. That is the aspect of my consciousness that is already resonating and vibrating in this projected idea of what it is. It, it could be abundance. It could be success. It could be creative freedom. It could be all of these wonderful things that you want. Drop the tension in the body. Relax. It is you. Become one with it. Let it merge. You don't have to... Uh, grab a hold of that person you don't have to stalk that person you don't have to do anything you just drop the illusion and be like i am one with this so you did write those songs you are all the greatest female comedians that ever existed you are everything you are unlimited power that makes sense yes yes it's not as woo, -woo as it might seem because energy is actually very logical and it really does work in structural ways if you understand how the mind processes energy and creates illusion. It's quite easy to take those programs out and work on this unity consciousness, oneness consciousness, so you can start having more fun. Mm -hmm. So you can actually now, in your physicalization, no longer project beauty and abundance and freedom and creative power on these external figures but start embodying the frequency, frequency activate now, and start manifesting from that embodied energy so it begins to materialize, so those balls start dropping in your reality. When people look at somebody on the pedestal, there can be some pain. Wow, they are so wonderful, and I am not wonderful. I am, I am sad, I am a loser, whatever silly things the mind is saying. <laughs> Instead, uh, you can go, wow, this is so wonderful, and that is me. And boom, non-resistance, no judgment, the balls will start dropping in. So if you want to manifest a, uh, a career goal, look at the people who have manifested the career goals. Don't, don't sit wondering why you haven't manifested the career goal. Sit with it. Drop the tension in your body. There it is. There is that manifestation right there. I bring the energy of that into me. And then you're holding those vibrational signatures yeah. in order to create it into your physical reality. Yeah. Indeed, dear one. I like it. <laughs> so we are knowing that in the illusion of time and space, you have to uh, move on to your next now moment created reality. Is there anything else you would like to check in quickly before we bid adieu, dear ones? Sometimes I feel like I'm not centered in my heart. Indeed. It'll just be like the days gone by, and I'm just living the day like a like a not I'm not I'm not aware of of the love center i'm not aware of good stuff i'm just kind of going through the day indeed and and i then i it hits me like oh 
I'm in, I'm in, I'm in a dusty place. I'm dusty. Indeed. And I feel like dirty, dusty. Indeed. And not, not nice and free. Indeed. Indeed. So, how so is it more of a, a grinding feeling? Yeah, just like I'm, maybe I'm grinding through the day, or yes. like I'm living like like this isn't an important moment and not important day, Indeed. not a good thing. It's just like boom, 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 boom. Yes. And then I feel like why am I? Where, where am I? I'm in the dark. Am I? I'm in a dirt. Like I'm in a dirt cloud. Indeed, yes. So, so really, when that dirt cloud is feeling there, that's a, often there may be some resistance to the now moment, some resistance to the now moment, and sometimes people sort of say. Well, I'm focused in the now moment. I'm here in the now moment. Uh, but they're resisting their emotion to the down moment. The now down moment, maybe. <laughs> yeah. So, so they're not really in the now moment because there is still some resistance to that emotional state. And if, they, if you stop and feel it, just sit in the dusty, dirty feeling and go, but this is just energy. This dust, this grind is also just energy. If I stop resisting, if I just feel it as energy without attributing it to positive or negative qualities, mm -hmm. right or wrong, I should or shouldn't be experiencing right. this and just right. go, oh, it feels dusty. And I love and accept the part of me that feels dusty. Resistance mm -hmm. to the now moment has happened. A lot of times people are going, yes, I, I'm, you know, I'm just going through the motions of the day. And that can feel like being in the now moment, but it, it, is, it is different because there's still resistance to, to the emotion of the moment, the energy in motion of the moment. But to your other question is just having that awareness. The minute you have awareness, wow, I'm not really in the moment. Now you're in the now moment. Right. Now you're yeah. in the now moment. Right. So that is the mastery of your consciousness. Now I'm in the now moment. All right, I'm just going to literally put my attention in the heart and trust that the, the, the power of the heart, uh, 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 unlimited creative power is working. Whenever, whenever you put your attention in the heart and focus there, you're just opening up that gateway for the balls to start dropping in with greater ease just by focusing in the heart. And uh, so you've always got that shortcut, just drop into the heart. And now you're in that moment. There's no need to reflect on the fact that you weren't in the now moment five minutes ago and be like, I should have been more in the now moment because if I was, the balls would be dropping in. The now moment has no reflection on time. It's just here we are in the heart. I'm trusting my heart is always creating, generating and manifesting from total abundance and interconnectivity and magnificence and multidimensional creative power. I'll just sit there and see what the heart brings forth to me in manifestation. That sounds great. <laughs> Good. And so often you... Because you don't know all the balls. That is the one thing that we wanted to just hit there again. Right. Your mind thinks it knows all the balls, but it doesn't know all the balls. It doesn't know all the balls the heart is creating. Right, right. Good. Yes. And so when often when you speak of the parallel universes, the parallel... Parallel realities. The par parallel yes. realities. Yes. So when I'm in, is that feeling of being like the dusty feeling the dusty place there's just it's a it's like a like like literally i all of a sudden feel like i'm a, just in a dusty place yes you're then sort I, of stuck in the wall yeah so then if i do go to the heart then and then i feel from the heart and and then that everything's literally changed because i'm in the love place is that the other reality so 
now this is a big question, um, but we'll, we'll simplify it just for the sake of this conversation because we know that Georgia has spoken extensively about uh, parallel realities on some other recordings uh, coming up. But uh, we'll simplify to two realities just for the sake of this conversation as a, as a good takeaway for you to focus on. The mind creates one reality the mind with all its wounds, with its psychological issues, with its storylines of, 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 of childhood imprinting, ancestral imprinting, all this sort of stuff. And what is happening now in the shift of consciousness is that the heart, the creative uh, center, is now moving to the heart and the heart is being given the job to manifest. So you're, you're living in two collective realities right now those who are creating with the mind and those who are creating with the heart and you can be popping in between so if you're feeling dusty you're probably in the mind manifestation and that's why we say redirect your consciousness into the heart it's literally like plugging a plug from one plug power source to another right do you want the yeah. movie that's playing through the mind plug with all its issues or do you want the movie that is playing through the heart with its unlimited creative abundance. And that is why you won't know all the balls that the heart is creating right. because it's not being generated um, so much from the mind and the mind's expectations and <clears throat> the mind's limitations. So, so that's one really simple way to access a whole new slew of realities because also in these two centers of, of reality there are multiple realities that can happen from there as well so then you're getting into more parallel reality so you have the parallel realities that the mind is creating the parallel realities that the heart is creating they're all steeped in the connectedness of the heart and the abundance but there's just some variations there and if you're wanting to shift so say your reality is this picture over here of the birds and you want to move over to the one parallel the parallel reality which is the picture of the single bird that dusty feeling is sort of the egoic consciousness that is lying between the one and the other that dusty consciousness could be a belief structure i'm just not good enough to have the, <laughs> the single bird picture or I'm not, uh, I'm not young enough, or <clears throat> my family uh, doesn't have uh, strong belief structures of worthiness or joy, whatever it is. But if you go into the wall, and that's why we say to you, even if you're in the wall between the realities in that dusty space, don't even resist that. Why? Because that wall is energy itself. Mm -hmm. And to get it from this reality into this reality, that wall is the blockage energy. You go into it, you feel it, you love and accept it, and it dissolves and then you're just in your next reality. Do you see, dear one? Yes. Yeah. Again, this is the power of the non-resistance to the moment mm -hmm. because you're just taking down the walls all the time. Right. Even if you feel sad, that frequency of sadness may be the vibration of what's creating some misery in your life. So if you go into it, feel it, love and accept it, you consume the energy that was in that reservoir of sadness, it shifts the frequency and now you've created a new reality and experience expansion. And these concepts can be a little tricky for the mind, so it can be handy to listen a, a few times to right, these right, recordings right. so you can receive the 
frequency that is in these recordings and also then the more intellectual understanding so you can use it more deliberately and more masterfully because this is how you play the game of life, mastering the matrix, deleting the programs that no longer serve you. Every time you delete a program, you've moved into a new parallel reality. You right. see. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. See. Every time you delete a program, pop, you're in a okay. new parallel reality. So here's what you can say to yourself. What do I think or believe or imagine or guess is the reason why that single bird picture is not currently manifest? Well, I believe it is because uh, the entertainment industry is uh, biased. Go into that energy of that construct of that belief and work with it. Dissolve that, uh, that program and pop. Now you're in a reality where... The bias isn't, isn't manifesting in the same way. It's not manifesting in the same way. It's not manifesting in your creation. And that's how you, quote, unquote, beat the odds, yeah. <laughs> break the system, yeah. break the game, or pop into your heart and surrender. Say, I don't know why I can't get from one wall to another, but my heart knows, uh, or get through this wall and get from one reality to the other, but my heart knows, and I'm surrendering that job to my heart to take those walls out. This is where I want to go. Be in the knowingness that... You have this desire and you want it. All right, dear ones. Thank you. Very good indeed. We adore you so very much until we're meeting in this way or some other way. We love you very much. And for now, we'll say goodbye, dear ones. Goodbye. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Bye. All right, team. <laughs> it wasn't scary. <laughs> it wasn't, wasn't scary. scary. It wasn't scary. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, uh, um, yeah how was that label it was great <laughs> yeah so, yeah it was cool yeah it's cool it's another right? way of looking at things yeah this the perspective is always sort of one or two steps yeah. different from how we perceive through the mind that's the great right. thing is and they that's just always this... the conflict is it mind is it heart yeah that's right mind and heart but the heart the heart is where we're moving that's why it's so powerful to go there because the system of reality as it's creating now is actually becoming more and more driven powerfully from the heart. So the old mind strategies really actually just, the old mind manifestation just isn't working as well. I, what I learned was I kept thinking, I got to get into that other reality. I just got to jump that wall. Yeah, that's jump the wall. Jump the wall. Jump the wall. No, oh, can't no, jump the wall. No, that's can't the, jump the wall because that's the resistance. Yeah, yes. so you're resistant. See, I kept thinking thing. I, every time yeah. that happened to me, I got to jump that wall. Jump yeah. into there. How do no. I get there? The yeah. wall is the energy that you need through. for the creation. Gotta, gotta eat the wall. Yeah. Eat the wall. Eat the fucking wall, people. Edible wall. Yeah. Edible <laughs> walls. <laughs> edible oh. underwear. Edible, edible walls. Two things I learned this week. And for flavor. <laughs> Eating it all will get you exactly where you want. All right, my darlings. Well, I think we're going to wrap Thank it up you. so you guys can get your traveling you, road, road show right. along this here. Very great. Thank very you so insightful. much. Yeah, it's wonderful to have you. I'm so stoked to let we just land in the right parallel reality right for on. us to all be here in New York City together at the same Big time. City. What Big a magic moment. <laughs> what a magic moment, totally. This magic moment. I loved it. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. We'll see Thank you on the you. next episode of Coming Out of the Cosmic Closet. In the city. Big city. Big city version. Coming up on the next episode of Coming Out of the Cosmic Closet. So I'm here with my auntie because yesterday was the uh, my father's birthday and I've talked about uh, his passing in another episode. And Lynn is a very, very talented medium. When we uh, buried him, 
because he owned a vineyard, we poured bottles of wine into into the uh, into the grave, and it was just for me at that moment that I felt this really huge feeling of jubilation. Yes, I'd been meditating um, after the funeral, and I said to my brother, "What did you think about that?" Because I knew he was there. Yes, what my did brother, you think my about dead dad. That that that, that um, the funeral and what happened. And he said, I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's laughing. Yeah. And so at the time of the pouring of the wine and yeah. everything, um, he would have been laughing. Yes. And, and, and what he said to me, he said, all that matters is love. Mm. He said that. Mm. And, and so it was beautiful. 